If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Tara Saraban, and you're listening to World's Dumbest Criminals, an upbeat podcast about deadbeat crims. If you're keen to hear about the most ridiculous, bizarre, and downright stupid crimes and criminals in the world ever, you've come to the right place. In today's episode, I'll be talking about a Florida man who broke into an alligator park and had himself a wild time a violent altercation over steamed fish in Australia, an inept English robber who got drunk and sleepy on the job, Chuck Norris fighting real-life bad guys, and much more. Alrighty, let's get cracking. When employees of St. Augustine's Alligator Farm in Florida opened the Nile crocodile enclosure on the morning of Tuesday the 6th of November 2018, they got a chilling surprise. Floating in the pool where the crocodiles swam were two rubber croc shoes and a pair of shorts. Everybody knows crocodiles wouldn't be caught dead in croc shoes. And uh, they, they don't usually wear shorts. The employees looked around the enclosure, concerned they would find human remains, but instead they discovered a blood trail leading up to the top of a 20-foot-high fence. When they called the police to report the break-in, the cops already knew who had done it. They'd received numerous calls about an injured man in his underpants slithering around the area. The first call came in at 6.50am from a woman who lived on a property neighbouring the alligator park. She told them that she'd seen a suspicious man doing a slow, creeping crawl across her yard. There's a man with only gym shorts crawling. He's just crawling with his shorts halfway down his butt and no other clothes. Another neighbour had also seen the man on his property. He said, Oh, it's a little weird to see somebody that early in just boxes going over your wall into your property. He kept saying... I was held hostage in a pool with gators, and everybody's looking at him like, okay, he's got to be on something. After receiving the call from the staff at the alligator farm, the police arrested the semi-naked man, 23-year-old Brandon Hatfield. Brandon was a bit of a pin-up boy for Florida man shenanigans. He'd only been released from jail for stealing a car and possession of methamphetamine three days earlier. It seems he'd spent his time locked up in the pokey planning his next glorious cause for arrest. And, I gotta admit, it did turn out pretty spectacularly. CCTV footage from the Alligator Park showed Brandon breaking in at around 7.45pm on Monday the 5th and spending about four hours there. 
He wandered through the park for a while and indulged in some random acts of vandalism, damaging part of the snack bar, before thinking to himself, Hmm, I reckon it's a good idea to climb up that high fence and jump into the crocodile pool over and over again. Fuck yeah! After viewing footage of Brandon's shenanigans, Alligator Farm director John Brugan told the media, I have a hard time justifying in my mind what I see. This guy seemingly staggering down some of the boardwalks, but nimble enough to go over a tall fence with barbed wire. He climbed out and leapt in again like he was having fun at somebody's swim park. In the video, Brandon can be seen jumping from the 20-foot enclosure wall into the crocodile pit below several times with no regard for how his rambunctious antics would affect the crocodile inhabitants. But affect them it did. In the arrest report, an officer noted that at one point Brandon was sitting on the bank of the pool, just chilling and living his best life, when a nine-foot-long crocodile crapped up on him and latched onto his left foot. The arrest report stated, In the video, you can see the defendant trying to fight off the crocodile, and he managed to get away. Then he climbed up the 20-foot structure, which we know from the blood trail. After Brandon was taken into custody, an officer asked him if he'd been running amok at the alligator farm, and he reportedly replied, Oh no, sir, I wasn't. When being questioned by the police about what had gone on, Brandon told officers he'd been attacked by an alligator, which was inaccurate as it was actually a crocodile, and the two animals, although similar, are not interchangeable. Then Brandon amped up the drama a notch by claiming that an old man had the alligators on a leash and he was surrounded by all these baby alligators in the old man's garage. He also claimed that the old man was feeding him to his alligators and began forcing him to drink this black concoction. Okay, sure, Brandon. Things like this are an everyday occurrence in Florida. The local police had seen a lot of nutty stuff in their time and they knew bullshit when they heard it. And they had the CCTV footage to support their suspicions. Alligator Farm director John Brugan told media he figured Brandon was probably off his tits at the time of his croc swim, saying, I would think he's on some sort of drugs. I'm concerned about an individual who literally climbs up a wall that's meant to keep you from crocodiles and leaps over the wall into the water with them. In our 125-year history, this is the first time anyone has tried to go swimming with the crocodiles. Can't you just imagine Brandon's drug dealer hyping up his wares to him? Ah, oh, this is some really good shit, man. Like... Go swimming with crocodiles, good. <sighs> Brandon was taken to hospital for his crocodile bites and an ankle injury from climbing up the fence and jumping into the exhibit several times. He tried to escape from the police while there, but was recaptured after leaping into a retention pond surrounded with barbed wire. At least we know he's at home with pointy fences, as there was going to be a lot of those where he was going. Brandon was charged with burglary, criminal mischief with more than $5,000 in damage, and violation of probation. He was convicted after pleading no contest to the charges and sentenced to a year in the St. John's County Jail.
It was a regular Monday night in mid-June 2017 when a bizarre incident went down at Nice Fish Chinese Restaurant in Adelaide. Restaurant manager Olivia Zhu said a couple ordered half a fish, which was not an option as the restaurant only sold the steamed barramundi whole. Olivia told the advertiser that staff served them a whole fish instead and they devoured the entire meal except for the head and bones. Afterwards, the female customer, 48-year-old Chunping Kwan, allegedly refused to pay for the whole fish and said she'd only pay for half of it. When management did not agree to this exchange, the couple said they were going to call the police. While the restaurant staff waited for the cops to arrive, the couple went to pay for their meal as though everything was fine and they were not on the verge of a violent battle over something as innocuous as steamed fish. Olivia claimed she told them she couldn't give them a discount, but the lady did not accept this and instead she threw $25, which was half the price of the fish, at her face. Then the couple strolled out of the restaurant. Olivia said she asked a 19-year-old waiter to follow them and try to get them to stick around until the cops came. Shortly afterwards, some other customers came into the restaurant and told her that the waiter had been assaulted. Olivia went outside to find that he'd been brutally bitten three times on the arm and put in a headlock, allegedly by the female customer. The bite pictures are gnarly, like she must have chompers as strong as a crocodile. The police arrived and arrested Chunping for assault and making off without payment, while the waiter was taken to hospital where he received stitches to the bites on his arm. In 2018, the case went to court, and although Chunping admitted to biting and choking the 19-year-old waiter, she was acquitted of all charges. I'm guessing she had a very good lawyer. Chunping claimed that she and her dining partner had ordered a whole fish, but were only served half a fish, and that's why she was only willing to pay half price. She also said she'd acted in self-defense, as the 19-year-old staff member had held her against her will. Adelaide now reported that the waiter had been told by his manager to stop that woman until police arrived and he'd grabbed her handbag to prevent her from walking away. Witnesses told the court that they saw the small middle-aged woman grab the waiter and put him in a tight headlock while screaming, Give it back! In body camera footage played to the court, Sergeant Darren Lando says to Chun Ping, Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! Do you know how serious that is? Over a fish? Her lawyers applied to have that evidence struck out over a technicality as they insisted she was not properly cautioned. In delivering his not guilty verdict, the magistrate said the prosecution had not proven the charges beyond a reasonable doubt. Look, I'm not really sure what the moral of this story is. But don't go grabbing a lady's handbag unless you're prepared to have your arm partially eaten. It doesn't matter if she's already had dinner. She'll chew you up and spit you out before you can say, they don't pay me enough to put up with this shit. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. On the night of August 15th this year, 46-year-old ne'er-do-well Lee Roach, who has a rap sheet bigger than a baby's arm, broke into Harrison's bar in Liverpool after smashing a window to gain entry. His goal was to rob the premises, but he figured helping himself to a tipple or two wouldn't hurt. But a tipple or two turned into three, and then four, and then double figures, and maybe triple figures, and before he knew it, he was drunk off his face and passed out behind the bar. When staff came to work at 9.20am the next day, they found him lying amongst debris near a damaged upended drink fridge. When the cops arrived, they had dead-to-the-world Lee handcuffed before he even realised the police were there. Officers searched the pickled robber and they found $10,000 worth of fake money and bottles of stolen alcohol in a backpack, which he claimed he had found at the bar. He also had a parcel with a new wallet in it that he'd apparently helped himself to from somebody's mailbox. According to the Liverpool Echo, Lee, who pled guilty to burglary and theft, had 90 previous convictions for 161 offences, including 86 offences of theft and 20 burglaries. In court, before Lee was jailed for 15 months, his lawyer Matthew O'Neill put himself in the running for understatement of the year when he admitted, it wasn't the most sophisticated burglary. Now it's time for Legend of the Week. After talking about dumb criminals all episode, I'd like to highlight a hero, two-legged or otherwise, who went out of their way to help stop a crime. Now today I have a special celebrity edition of Legend of the Week. In 1994, a year after he began starring in Walker, Texas Ranger, Chuck Norris was accosted by two men on the streets of Dallas, Texas. If you're assuming his assailants must not have known who he was, you would be wrong. They were just deeply, deeply stupid individuals. You see, Chuck is actually a highly skilled action man. He doesn't just play one on TV. Chuck wrote about the almost impossible-to-believe incident in his autobiography Against All Odds. One day, Chuck was just walking down the street, minding his own business, when he turned a corner and saw two big guys coming towards him. They were staring at him, so Chuck just assumed that they were fans who'd recognised him and were wanting autographs. He walked up to them, giving them his best Hollywood smile, and waited for them to produce their little autograph books and pens. Instead, both men pulled knives on him, and one said, Give me a wallet, Chuck! Give it up or you're dead. Big mistake. Big. Huge. Not only does Chuck have more black belts in martial arts than his attacker's IQs combined, but he's not afraid to use them. Chuck must have been wearing his action jeans that day as he sprang into action, easily disarming the especially dumb would-be muggers and breaking their arms in the process. <laughs> 
When the cops rocked up a few minutes later, they saw the muggers dejectedly sitting on the curb, broken arm bones protruding from their skin, and Chuck just casually leaning against a nearby wall. Apparently, the police found this scene so incredibly funny that they struggled to put the handcuffs on the perps as they were too busy pissing themselves laughing. After regaining some composure, one of the cops asked the muggers, Did you not know who he was? Chuck's autobiography stated they replied, Yeah, we knew who he was. We just figured all that crap on TV was fake. <laughs> it wasn't. To finish up, I have a few punchline crimes for you. These are cases with hardly any information available, and they sound more like jokes than something that actually happened. In February 2006, Amy Adams stole chicken from a New Zealand butcher shop. Not the movie star Amy Adams, the Kiwi poultry thief Amy Adams. That night, she was watching a local TV station when she saw her picture captured on CCTV footage at the butcher saying that she'd won a big prize and telling her to come in the next day to claim it. Naively assuming she was going to receive the meat tray of a lifetime, she went back to the butcher shop the following day and proudly proclaimed her arrival, I'm here, it's me! Once inside, she was promptly arrested for helping herself to a five-finger chicken discount the day before. In June 2016, two unlucky 25-year-old French robbers picked the worst possible McDonald's to hold up. The down-on-their-luck duo strode into a branch of the fast food chain in the French city of Besançon and dramatically fired a shotgun at the ceiling. Then they yelled at the customers inside to get on the floor. One of the robbers raided the till to the tune of 2,000 euros, while the other focused his gun on the 40-odd customers to keep them under control. What the bad guys didn't realise was that 11 armed members of the GIGN, an elite unit of the National Gendarme which specialises in counter-terrorism operations, happened to be eating in the restaurant at the time. They chased the robbers from the Maccas, catching one when he fell on the stairs and apprehending the other soon afterwards. A 41-year-old man in Scotland got in trouble with the law for an outstandingly strange reason in September 2012. Although he was in no way a veterinarian or horse expert of any kind, he noticed some police horses in the street and decided they looked hungry. Now, what does one usually feed a horse that looks hungry? Why, sausage rolls, of course! Nothing makes a horse's bones stronger and coat more shiny than sausage meat encased in flaky pastry. It's just a fact. When officers tried to stop him from feeding the horses sausage rolls, he behaved in a threatening and abusive manner and was charged with breach of the peace. This brings me to the end of the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe if you want to stay up to date with all future episodes. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. And a big thank you to Lorena Dowling for doing just that. If you want more dumb criminals in your life, you could join our World's Dumbest Criminals podcast Facebook group or follow us on Twitter at WDCriminalsPod 
and Instagram at World's Dumbest Criminals Podcast. Oh, I've just started a Patreon as well. Uh, if you'd like to support the show and get access to ad-free episodes, monthly bonus episodes and a variety of merchandise, head on over to Patreon and search for World's Dumbest Criminals. Please stay listening after the closing music to hear a promo from my friend CK's podcast, Mirths and Monsters. If you're not instantly mesmerised by his voice, you might want to check if you still have a pulse. Till next week, look after yourself, stay out of trouble, and whatever you do, don't end up on this podcast. Well, hello, my friends. This is CK from the Mirths and Monsters podcast. Join me, my companion Finn, and my occasionally satanically possessed cat Ray Puny Motors as we investigate the real truths behind some of the most wonderful creatures you can imagine. Are trolls really that thick? Or is it just bad press? Are leprechauns really drunken bums? Uh. Sort of. But there's a lot more to find out. All you need to do is tune in to Mirths and Monsters podcast with me and Finn. Till next time, slancha. Your good health. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.